From legendary locals we all know to people you should get to know. Follow Ipswich Today on your favourite app and never miss an episode. Or go to ipswichtoday.com.au Coming up on Ipswich Today, it's that time of the month for another yarn over the back fence with Walter Williams and Ashley Mack. Councillors vote to bring back offices in the suburbs. Mowing parks doesn't come cheap over summer. Is Safe City worth it? Did Spark Ipswich live up to the hype? And big changes coming to how household rubbish is sorted and collected. It's Monday, July 26, 2021, and I'm Alan Roebuck. Welcome to Ipswich Today, which acknowledges the traditional custodians of the land on which it is produced and pays respects to elders past, present and emerging. This podcast is supported by Kinetics, people-powered web hosting trusted by Australian businesses since 1999. Ashley Mack was born in Ipswich and still carries those terrible scars from growing up at Ebervale. He was the first voice on QFM in 1990 and is still a media tart and he also runs a small business. Welcome, Ash. Mate, great to be here. Good to see you guys. And Walter Williams, he's called Ipswich home for three decades and you've heard his voice as a leading voiceover talent in Australia. He was also on QFM, Star FM, and later when it became River. Welcome, Walter. Thank you, Alan. Here, there, everywhere. <laughs> That's right. Or stations in the Sunland of that bloke. <laughs> exactly. Now, where to start? It's been a huge month in Ipswich, particularly in the corridors of local government. And I think one of the hot topics around is councillors voting to bring back councillor officers. They've been very careful not to say divisional officers because this time the proposal is to put these officers in existing libraries at Rosewood and Springfield Central. Walt, good idea or not? Mm, well, to paraphrase the mayor herself, we're a big city, right, with a number of urban centres. And I think it's a good idea. I really do. Um, and it stops us having to double up on more uh, venues and locations outside of the normal uh, city libraries. And that will have to reduce costs, surely. Uh, they're talking about cost savings in the millions, aren't they? Compared to the old 10 divisional mm. office model, it will be savings in the millions. There's obviously going to be some small admin costs with a bit of technology and and moving staff around here and there. Ash, uh, what are your thoughts? Well, I think I think it's a great idea, like using those two offices as sort of like satellites. Mm. But we do live in an age where everybody's working from home. Why couldn't these guys set themselves up offices and do everything on the uh, like we do on Zoom? I I think it would be a matter of managing the uh, requests from residents. Um, I know that can be quite monumental sometimes and not having any admin support would make that very difficult, I would have thought. Yeah, I suppose it would do too. Okay, well, I I think using the two offices and actually not spending money on extra real estate, but just using, getting some use out of those. Good idea. And we've got that beautiful new library in uh, Ipswich City now. It looks fantastic. Yes, well, there'll be council offices, or there are already meeting rooms in the new admin building known as One Nicholas. This is all about putting... Uh, Council are dedicated offices in, in the, the Rosewood Library sense. and at mm. Springfield Central. So geographically, yeah, it all makes sense. Yeah, it does. The true cost of mowing parks and reserves has been revealed. Well, maybe not the whole cost, but certainly the extra costs over summer. Would you believe it's more than half a million dollars extra? Wow. Just to mm. keep the grass mowed over summer? That's mm. incredible. No. I love that. I, have you, I went and had a look at the app. Well, they call it an app. It's actually just an interactive map, isn't it? Yes. Mm. The map on and the council can, website, yeah. 
and you can click on. I didn't realize we had so many parks. <laughs> 500 of them. <laughs> Yeah, if you actually zoom out, it's just dots everywhere. And you can see why these guys have such a massive job. Yeah, and that's why we need the top-up contractors over summer, which has been a, a practice in the past. Walt, I know you've been very vocal over summer about long grass. Does that map make you I happy? I have. I have, and I like to use my app for that <laughs> and, and contact council when I see the situation arise, when the grass is up to my knees and I can't find my dog in it. Uh, but, but look, I, I heard about this first, actually. The mayor was on um, the local River 949 talking to uh, Campo. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I thought, what a great idea. We finally have this map, so we've got some idea of who's mowing where, when, and how. And I think that's a great thing. So we're all – its it makes it uh, a lot more transparent, doesn't it, what's going on in council. Yeah, not to use that cliched word too much, but information is knowledge and stops people whinging generally. Mm. Mm. Yeah, the idea is to – I tell you what I'd love to do, though. Looking at the number of parks, they really should – instead of farming it out to companies, farm it out as therapy because I don't know about you, but I love riding around in my ride-on. Oh, Ash. No, yes, think about special. It. We can turn it into therapy and get it done for nothing. Yes. Oh, I'm thinking of all the public liability risks there. Just <laughs> yes. streaming. Until the dog gets run over by a ride-on, you're done. Streaming into my head. Okay. Well, another – looks like we're, we're being very easy on council uh, this month. That's two ticks. Well, that's good. Let's try the third one. Safe city costs, close to $2 million a year. We've all heard of the benefits of safe city. There are always going to be detractors that, again, another cliche coming out now, Big Brother is watching. Mm-hmm. But is safe city worth it, Ash? Oh, $2 million is, is beer money compared to how much money we're probably saving in damage and and, and mm. recuperation and catching the bad guys. Yeah. You know, it makes it a lot easier. I, I, the best thing I ever saw. Remember the guy who um, who had the the gas cylinder explode in the back of his car? Oh, terrible! Yeah, and I they do caught it on camera. Mm-hmm. That was you know when you can catch that sort of thing happening, mm. and it probably was good for him for getting insurance payout. But the exactly, you know, when you can see that sort of thing happening, you know it's working. Oh, and and the control room would have called uh, for the ambo straight up. Yeah. So there was a, there was no delay in getting help. In that situation, but it, but it really is about um, min- minimising you know petty crime in a lot of time, mm. um, and uh, I, I don't think we can go backwards. The world is no. full of closed circuit TV and surveillance, so why should we be any different? Well, and, Ips- and that- Ips- Ipswich has always been a leader in this too. I mean, when this was installed years ago, uh, it was well ahead of the rest of the world in in you know certainly Australia in terms of surveillance. And look, it's the old saying if if you've got nothing to hide, then you don't care if there's a camera there, right? You're doing the right thing because that's where a lot of the paranoia comes from. Yes. Uh, it's only paranoia if you turn around and someone is following you. <laughs> hey, I've got an idea how to recoup some of that $2 million. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Let's start a YouTube channel, the Ipswich Safe Cameras Blooper Tape. Yes. Could you imagine some of the stuff you catch on that? Gold. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we probably get sued, but who cares? Yeah. Has there, have any of you ever had to press the buzzers to alert the people who run these cameras? No. There are safety spots along uh, the river park in the Heartlands. River Heart Parklands. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Have you had to use it? Uh, no, I haven't. No. no, but I'm just wondering. Uh, if, an, if it's ever been used in the history of the parklands. I'm reliably informed, yes, they do get used. 
And they get used the other way too because uh, along the River Heart Parklands there, there are some loudspeakers as well. So uh, anyone who's doing the wrong thing often gets moved on very quickly because... I have heard them working, yes. yes. The police are called and they skedaddle, laddle, out. And I moved on very quickly after they (laughs) talked to me. Okay. I think we're all in agreement there. We like yep. Safe City and it should continue. Does that mean we've given the council three ticks three, in a row? That's three, a hat trick. Three out of three. Never okay. happens here. Never now, happens. now, council is also responsible for the Spark Ipswich Festival that's just completed, which is the reimagined Ipswich Festival. Mm. A very different approach for entertainment all across the city, including Ripley Valley and a few mm. other places. Well, you were in the middle of town there. What did you think of the first effort of Spark Ipswich? Loving it. I am in um, uh, regretting it's gone now because I was every every night I was part of Spark Ipswich because it was so handy for me. Mm-hmm. But uh, I noticed from the opening night it was very quiet and a lot of people hadn't cottoned on to what was happening. But by Saturday and Sunday night of that weekend, you couldn't get a park for love or money around the uh, the river area because uh, the thing had caught on. And it, why not? It, it was just brilliant. The, uh, the hydro laser show they did and, and the uh, reflections off the, the church, St Mary's there. I didn't get to see it uh, in person, but the photos, particularly of St Mary's, absolutely spectacular. Oh, stunning, mm. stunning. It's brilliant. I, I, I applaud whoever was behind designing the whole thing and reimagining what has been a, a festival that, yeah, it was getting tired. It, it needed rejuvenation. And I'm sure there'll be plenty of feedback from residents before they put together next year's program. Ash, did you get to see any? Oh, a little bits and pieces. I didn't actually go to any of the events, which, and I think it's because uh, none of them really appealed to me. However... There is something a little bit confusing. When you were riding across the, you're going across the bridge and they had the spark signs up, that was great. Soon as spark was over, another festival appeared. And that is the Heritage Stainless Steel or Steel or Metal or something. Okay, you're you're telling the story. No, I don't know. Well, like, and I'm thinking, hang on, have we got two festivals? It's got something to do with machinery or something. Is that? I'm not sure. Not sure whether it's here or somewhere else. All the signs are up. Okay. Okay. We'll, I'll have we'll, a look out for them. Well, you'll have to come back and report to us on that one. <laughs> I haven't run into them yet. But look, And there was also the live music, uh, Waghorn to West. That was mm. another event. There was a, a gathering in Ripley Valley. Yeah, I think it was great to spread it out rather than just Ipswich CBD. Uh, but I do agree with the last time we talked about this mm. when uh, Ash said we need to bring back the wine festival, the jazz oh, and look, wine yes, festival. Yes, oh, That's just the alcohol. That was a <laughs> – so, so what you're saying – yeah, <laughs> What you're saying is there's a couple of elements of the old Ipswich Festival that should make a comeback next year. Yes, yeah. and I think we could have done with some food trucks around the Spark Ipswich site too, the after dark stuff. Mm-hmm. Would have helped, um, Just uh, even if they were just selling a coffee or something yeah, like that. No, no, great idea. There's a new approach to waste and recycling about to hit Ipswich. There's been a lot of talk. There's been a lot of public surveys. It's going to be a small trial of about 1,000 residents for collecting their main bin every two weeks but the trade-off is your green bin becomes a food and green waste bin, which will be collected every week. All right. So, oh, so the green bin's going to be collected every week now. I think that's the plan. Wow. Okay. I suppose well, that makes a bit of sense. Um, what do they call this thing? 
the FOGO, the Food Organics and Garden Organics. That's going to be the new name for your green bin. And we're to stick our food waste in these bins. Yes. In this green bin. And that would then get collected every week as a trade-off for your normal bin ODM being collected every two weeks. It's a big change. It's a big readjustment. But so you're is- going to have, let me get this right, you're yeah. going to have food waste mm-hmm. in your green bin. Yes, that's going to be called the FOGO. In the heat for seven days. Change yeah. the name. What, what? I fear I fear of going outside. It's going to smell something chronic. You know what? I think that's why the trial. I think that's yeah. part of the trial. It is help happening elsewhere in Australia. Is it going to yeah. work through our hot summer? Mm, mm. Remains to be seen. Do it like it's just like a, a, a compost bin. You just throw the food straight straight in there, and you don't wrap them or anything. I don't think you wrap them, but there's more information still to come from council on that. Yeah, they might have to say put it in paper mm. or something because it's going to become very fly blown. Hope you've got a powerful hose. You're going to want to wash that bin out every week. Well, there's all, that, all those unanswered questions. Well, what about the concept? Is the concept right? Yeah, look, the concept sounds okay on paper mm. um, and separating the recycling out of the red top bins and all of that. Yep. Uh, and I heard the other day that you can now put glass back in your recycling bin too. This I, is just coming I don't out. know whether it's right now, but the plan is to put the glass back in the yellow recycling okay. bin. That yeah. is maybe a future plan. Yeah. Then. Yeah. All right. It's so, good. what are they going to do with the the the? the it, so, the food is actually going to go the same place that the um, the green clippings used to go. Correct. So that becomes recyclable in a fashion, and the whole idea, the overarching idea, is to reduce what goes to landfill. Mm. That's probably a smart idea. Yeah. So, yeah. Ipswich is not alone here. It, it, as I say, it is help happening elsewhere in Australia and around the world. I mean, there are some European countries where you've got five bins outside your house to sort out your rubbish. Wow. And is it true that we all, we never remember where they are? We just, like this morning, I put my bin out before we go to work at five o'clock in the morning in the dark. And the first thing I do is walk out the street and look at, oh, okay, it's green and yellow. Okay. <laughs> because I can never remember which week it is. Well, you, you know, it's a great party trick to put out your bin on the wrong day and then watch, yeah, the, and watch the neighbours follow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm one of those Boy Scouts who has it in his uh, scheduler and his phone, so it tells me what to put out that day on the Sunday. Yeah, love it. All right, well, we'll be interested to see how that goes. Councillors have voted for this trial to start in September this year, so we'll just uh, watch this space. Well, we can't. Yeah, Fogo. We can't go past mentioning, not mentioning the current Olympic Games. Well, you're an avid follower of the Games. Uh, This being recorded on Monday the 26th, what's the latest? I'm an armchair expert, as you know, (laughs) when it comes to anything uh, physical. Uh, But I do walk daily, this is true. Uh, Look, today I've been uh, covering the Olympic swimming and it's been fantastic to watch. Uh, First up, we had Emma um, grabbing the bronze and the 100 butterfly. Then we got gold with our girl from Tassie, who's now based in Noosa. And then Mitch Larkin stole the silver in the 100 backstroke. And that's just for starters. So I think... I think our medal tally is going to rise and where we were at seventh place, we must be up around fourth by about now. All right. Well, let's hope the uh, the ladder keeps climbing for Australia. Now, Ash, uh, as you are the big sporting fan not, um, <laughs> do you know the Olympics are on? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I know the Olympics are on. I haven't watched a great deal of it, but I I know they're on. I tell you what, I am excited about the Olympics coming in 2032. 
Yes. Because I'm hoping it does for Brisbane what the 1982 Commonwealth Games did. You were around for that, weren't you? Yeah, just catapults Mm. us uh, onto the world stage. Lots of new things getting built that can be used after the Games. And that's... That's been the Olympic Committee's big focus this time around in awarding the Games. That, yeah, spend that, the money uh, in the right place. Yeah. And we, we don't need to completely rebuild everything because we've got some pretty good facilities up and down the state. And it's good the way they've spread it out. It's, it's, yes. it's going to be, you know, in North Queensland as well as in Southeast Queensland. So everybody's going to get a bite of the cherry. No, absolutely yep. fantastic. The only downside is, is when you add on 11 years to your current age now... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. You had to rub that in, didn't you? <laughs> we, we are going to be senior men <clears throat> yeah, we, by then. We'll but be the, in the Masters know, Games. Yeah, true. But there was even a rub off from the last Com Games on the Gold Coast. It was uh, there were a few events played around the southeast of the state. Uh, if so anybody I'm, builds any more of those stupid bloody lights. Yeah. Oh, like on the highway. 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 <laughs> what a waste of money! Oh, you can't even tell what it spells. Yeah, no, because it's the wrong angle. Exactly. But I'm looking forward to 2032. I think it's going to be great yep. for Ipswich City as well. As the southeast. Uh, and this, I was uh, in the commentary box for the Jets game on the weekend, and um, there's a lot of buzz about if the team gets the NRL nod. So all of this is good for this city, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Oh, fantastic. It's good to wrap it up on sport. We've been consistent over the uh, recent months of uh, Over the Back Fence. And that's our time up, gentlemen. Thank you, Ashley Mack. Thank you, Walter Williams. Look forward to seeing you next month. Thanks, Ash, Alan. Cheers, boys. Ipswich Today is supported by Kinetics. People-powered web hosting, trusted by Australian businesses since 1999. This podcast is also listener-supported. Please make a once-only gift or regular donation to help keep it online. Just go to ipswichtoday.com.au and click the Donate button on the homepage to make a payment through PayPal. Follow and stream this podcast from your favourite app, including iHeartRadio and Amazon Music Podcasts. Or play Ipswich Today from smart speakers. Music is supplied by Purple Planet Music. This is Alan Roebuck. Thank you for listening. Enjoying Ipswich today? Please share the love on your socials.